Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's Friday, it's 11.35, and that means Tech Talk, brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine. Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing, is with us once again. What's on? What's going on? Oh, you know what? I like to keep myself busy. I mean, it's uh, getting cooler now. I've been actually thinking about putting my winter tires on. I think it's almost time, Bill. I think I think I've, I've got to. I think I got to buckle down and make that decision. You actually drive your car? I thought you took Hamilton limousine everywhere. Well, I do. I I mean, that's during the day in in the week. But I, I you know I have weekends. I got to get my kids and you know and I have to factor that you know I, I now they're claiming it's going to be a hot winter. So I'm I'm really struggling whether I just uh, risk just taking the year and thinking I can get away with it or do i actually just say you know what throw the new uh the winter tires on there just you know suck it up and, and get get used to it. the problem i have with winter tires i think a lot of people have this issue is that they make so much no- like road noise i mean you can buy the fancier versions that maybe i'm just a little uh i'm a little cheap when it comes to buying my snow tires so i don't like to spend too much when it comes to it and i find that it's like i just oh that humming noise just i'm like i gotta wait until i possibly can so anyway I'm, I, but, but I'm that's days approaching i think i think they told us it's the end of uh, October that you should start thinking about doing something well, like this. Well, this is why it's on mind and thought, but I, I haven't I haven't got there yet, and I'm, I'm going to probably continue the debate right up until they say six feet of snow tomorrow on 900 CHML. So anyway, I'll wait till that time Yeah, comes. but you do a lot of traveling right across the province, too. Yeah, I do, I, but I usually fly or I'll rent a car, and they usually come preloaded on those when I'm not in the area. Or, and, and like you said earlier, yeah, Hamilton Limo usually takes me everywhere I need to be, so I always enjoy the fact that I'm, I feel safe. They've got their winter tires on before I ever do. Well, I'm getting mine on next week. <laughs> Good for you. Trip, trips up to ski country. Boy, what a difference they make. Absolutely. All right, let's get into this. Uh, lots of turmoil going on with Facebook these days. Well, you know what? I've been using WhatsApp for a little while, and I find one one thing I loved about it, and the reason it even existed, is that it encrypts communication. And encrypting information is very important because you want to know that nothing is being transferred to a government agency or someone could be hacking the system. And how many times have you and I spoken? about on the show uh, people getting hacked and information being compromised. Well, every this week. one, every week. Well, one of the things we have to keep also in, fa- in mind is, once again, WhatsApp is owned by Facebook. And what does Facebook do? It is a profitable machine, and it likes to sell data. So, uh, as such, the owners and founders of WhatsApp, uh, recently in the last couple weeks, they've all stepped down for the one reason. Get ready. If you're using WhatsApp as your messenger, you're going to start seeing ads. Ads. And that's a real problem for me because one of the issues is it's an and it makes sense in one side because if I was a shareholder and I I paid a billion dollars for this software I'm going to be where am I get my money back I mean I'm glad billions of people are using it how do I make anything off of that I invested in it they're using it where's my kickback well Zuckerberg's about to get the board of directors a little bit of money and they're now using their data to sell advertising to people that are using the uh, the the program so. I thought I would give a definitive option. Uh, if you're looking for an option out there and you want to feel secure, the one that I use quite frequently is called Signal. Uh, you can, it's free to download. It works on any cell phone, uh, Android or Apple, uh, most recent devices. And the reason why I use it is that it's got the time delay erase. It's fully encrypted and there's nothing that says better that it's encrypted than Snowden, Snowden himself, who we know is very well known in the U.S. and is a wanted treasonist, if you will. But known to 
hack a thing or two. He's knowing to hack a thing or two. He uses this. So I trust this program above any else. If it's anything you want to look at and go, I want something that I don't, I'm not going to get advertised. It's encrypted and I feel secure. It's called Signal. Search it on Google and you'll be able to download it easily and it will give you the best person to person encryption. Talking about information sharing, though, and we got an, another revelation about Facebook. Is to, uh, don't worry about it because I got a second level of security. Uh, they give away phone numbers too. <laughs> Can you believe this? This one just what, made me shake my head. And I don't hear a lot about this in the media. We hear about them selling data. We hear about hacks and breaches with Google. And yet, right here, Facebook has fully admitted that. Please be advised: you're using your phone number as a second tier confirmation to get into your account, and they've blatantly. Blatantly, blatantly, Bill. This isn't one of those like, well, we got caught. They actually came out and said, just so you know, we're selling your phone numbers to anyone that wants to buy it. That's a serious concern. No one's no one's making enough ruckus about that. I think it's been one of those like, well, if Facebook admits it, there's nothing we can do about it. It's up to the user to make that decision. So I'm going to share with everyone, please, please, please don't use a phone number as a secondary tier to sign into Facebook unless you love to get solicited by text messages and phone numbers from the CRA threatening you that you owe $500 million. So please keep that in mind. Do not use this phone number. Uh... I, I, unfortunately, I don't use it. And this is where they text you a code that you can sign in. Facebook's the only one that's admitting I'm selling your phone number. But this dovetails with a lot of the stuff you've been talking about, about, about passwords and everything else. Yes. Don't be so simplistic about this. Don't use your birthday. No. Don't use phone numbers. I, I think I've said to a few people, I have a alternative, alternative birthday and uh, city of where I operate. And you know what? It's just one of those days that I was born online. And I use that for accounts that don't matter. Uh, obviously, you need it for credit cards and many other uh, pro- pro- professional. But when it comes to stuff like this, in my opinion, meaningless, Facebook is not critical. So you may want to think about changing your profile details on that. All right, listen, over the last couple of months now, we've been talking about uh, the, the U.S. government's uh, concern about Huawei. Yes. The Canadian government uh, was concerned about it. They did some investigation yep. and said, ah, these guys get a pass because they spent a lot of money here. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's Huawei. And so th- so we've got some concern. Now, it, it sounds like Google's uh, sliding into bed with these guys. You know, I'm talking about the Chinese government. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, it's really kind of scary when you think about how powerful Google is and what it's capable of. They've got a code name Dragonfly. Dragonfly is a program that they are working with the uh, with the Chinese government, and the way it's working is that they are building an artificial intelligence that allows the government to limit what Chinese people will be able to see. So as an example, the program and the algorithm they're letting the Chinese government uh, use within Facebook is that if someone wants to know, is there a smog warning, and you Google this in China, you will only get the results from the Chinese government. They will tell you there won't be multiple options in the list. You won't be able to look and say, oh, I'll try this website, this website, this website. All of the search results will be the Chinese government's uh, selection. And so they're codenaming this Dragonfly. The operating system is done by Google, but it really does throw some warning, uh, warning bells up to say if Google is creating a, how should we say, not a open, uh, uh, open-ended search result that you should get the fairest answer, not the most directed answer. That's a real deep concern for me. And this is what we found out through someone leaking it. 
what information are we seeing or what information are we being told by Google in the government of Canada and the government of the U.S.? Because there's been a lot of claims that people are stating, Google, you're not allowed to share this information. Remember, these search results are done by a private organization, which is Google, which makes money on advertising, which is coming from search results. Well, and that's the question. It uh, is. Okay, they're doing it with the Chinese government. Are they doing it with the U.S. government, too? Are they doing it with the Canadian government? Is, <laughs> I wish I could answer that, but yeah. it does draw Well, some they're not questions. talking. They're not talking, and the Chinese government is very open about the fact that they do control what they, what they publish. And that's the part which makes me go, well, what is our, what is our democratic countries doing to determine what information is being seen? Good question. Uh, nice to get some answers to that. Uh, listen, I want to ask you about Wi-Fi, okay? Because it's, it's something that everybody kind of takes for granted right now, but I'm not so sure that everybody even understands what they're talking about. <laughs> well, they're simplifying it, and that's the good news. How many people use Wi-Fi? Everybody. So we know in Canada our data rates are ridiculous, and I thought this was important. It's a good time as we're going into the Christmas season, so to speak, and the Black Fridays and everything else that's going to be coming down. It might be time to upgrade your router. Um, why? is because they keep changing. The technology keeps changing. I mean, heck, Bill, how many times have we talked on the show? Uh, the new iPhone X, the new iPhone XS, the new Note 9, the new S10. All these are working with the latest technology, and yet we're using the same communication device that sends the data from the internet back and forth is outdated. So if you've got a Wi-Fi router that is older than two years, you probably need to throw it away, recycle it. Actually, don't throw it away. You need to upgrade it. Now, the old ways, they called it 802G, uh, 802XI, uh, None of this, to me, makes sense, but I know Bill looks with a glazed look on his eyes like, what? I just need to get on the internet. You the, the 802XY was one of the characters in Star Wars, wasn't it? <laughs> I thought I recognized that I can't that even name. go there. I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> But now they're making it easier. So now all the older generations of Wi-Fi are called Wi-Fi 5. The new generations of the new routers are going to be referred to as Wi-Fi 6, which is really just every letter and number that's in the 802 category. That's what they're going to be lumped into. Why it's important, and you may want to call your internet provider, is that they are not required to give you the latest router. Um, you may notice that maybe pack, they're called data packets. If you use your Wi-Fi a lot, you watch Netflix, you download movies, your child, like my daughters, like to stay on FaceTime and just talk and talk. It gets bogged inside the system and the data just slows it down. You may notice that it may be a little slower, doesn't seem to run as fast as it did. Call your internet provider, whether it's Kojiko, Bell, whomever, and you want to let them know you want it updated. They upgrade them as much as uh, the routers do. And it's it's free if you're renting it. They will replace it. Yeah. And so it will give you the fastest speeds and the, and the best technology. So my advice, a lot of people just go, well, it works. I'm just going to forget it. Make sure you do make a note of that. Every year, you may want to call your internet provider if you're renting it and tell them, hey, I want to upgrade it. And they will come in and give you the latest. Uh, yeah, we did ours about a year ago and, and it yeah, so I guess I've got the latest toy. You, within the last year, I would say by next August, you may want to look yeah, into it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and like you say, they, they will not charge you for that. That's right. They just no. ra- raise your cable rates, but they won't charge you for that. <laughs> That's right. Uh, listen, you, you're talking about watching TV and, of course, yes. Netflix, and we all live on Netflix these days. Right. I, I've told you this fast. I love my Roku. Yes. All yes, right. Too, uh, yeah. wow, wow. This is the best invention since the zipper. I don't know. 
because uh, it just enhances, you know, for TV experience, it just enhances and gives you so many other things to do. That's right. uh, now Google is partnering with Roku. Yeah, I think this is going to be huge. We're going to hear a lot of these partnerships in the future, but Google made a partnership with Roku to include the Google Assistant into the handheld device. Okay. So the new upgrades in Roku that you'll be able to get will now be controlled by using your, you know, Hey Googles or whatever it is you, you set up for your uh, Google device, and it will now give you the same control as you would with a Google Home. It will give you the, the ability to be able to tell it to change channels, search the internet, search for these programs, search YouTube for, all of it is going to be built right into the Because you know what bugs me about this (laughs) on Roku? (laughs) What's your issue? The search... Is gotta, horrible. Yeah, yeah. you got to click all those. You know, I'm going over to B. Now yeah. i got to go to, where's the I? Where's the I? You, you, right? And yes, put the thing right. in. Now I can just say, uh, go find me uh, Shawshank Redemption. Well, and it will naturally go through the list yeah. and be able to connect it. Absolutely. So this is going to be coming out. This is and a great I'm, idea. It's, it's funny because it's only Google that's been partnered with Roku. I thought Alexa would have been involved with that because a lot of TVs, Samsung particularly, uh, are going to be using Bing or, or Bixby. So, you know, and, 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 you know, I always love when I say Bixby to you, like, what is that? So yeah, you're right, Bill. No one knows. And yeah. unless you're a Samsung user and from uh, South Korea, you wouldn't know what Bixby is. But uh, Roku is now integrated in those televisions. So it's going to be always uh, one of those competitive things. Are you using Alexa? Are you using Google Assistant? Or are you using Bixby? Speaking of Samsung, uh, the S10. It's coming out. We've got multiple that's, colors. That's the good news. That's the good news. It's coming out. It's going to be one of the best phones on the market. By the way, and one of the reasons why I'm going to be, uh, uh, my beautiful wife, Michelle, has always bugged me about wanting to get an upgraded phone. So she has the S8, and I was excited for her to use it. But, of course, the camera's not that great. You know, I get mm-hmm. always the details of, it doesn't give that nice picture. Well, the S10 is going to be a phenomenal picture taker. I can tell you that. It's got multiple lenses in it, as we've heard in a lot of Asian-made cell phones. The one that I thought was really interesting about the S10, we can be, uh, I would say, not excited about. No, no, it's it's affordable. It's (laughs) affordable. If you're, if you're Michael Bloomberg. I was going to say, I like how you lobbed that one up. Into a, here's sarcasm, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this phone's going to be almost 1500 as a base model. And if you want to get the upgrade, which the rumors are, it will have a terabyte. A terabyte inside the phone, Bill. Now, a terabyte is more information than most hard drives have. In fact, Pixel, Disney, and Cells would look at that and go, what? One terabyte in a cell phone? We could, we could make a whole digital movie on a cell phone on a beach. That's how much space is rumored to be in this. But it's going to be $1,500 US to start, which at today's rate is almost, what, $2,000 Canadian? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can buy a whole desktop computer for less than this. So it's that's the unfortunate side of it. You got to really love it <laughs> for fifteen hundred. You got to love it. Well, two thousand. Let's face yeah, it. Yeah, two thousand. You're going to get the upgraded package. <laughs> I mean, everybody is right. Michelle, guess what you're getting for Christmas? <laughs> oh, I can hear her getting excited right now. Yeah. This is we, we should not be mentioning this at all with her name. Yeah, I'm going to be hearing that Christmas time. Yeah, our anniversary. I can't wait. Uh, I want to ask you about Naki. This is a, a new. I, I love some of these projects and some of these products that you you you, you bring to our attention yeah. right now. This is this is kind of like the 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 
21st century version of, of the clapper, isn't it? <laughs> Clap on, clap on the clapper. That was the all the young. I know my daughter would be like, "What is that?" Uh, Naki is, in my opinion, one of those accessories that is really redundant and wasted. It is a little Bluetooth device, but it makes your house smarter. The problem I have with it is it's called Naki for a reason. You knock on whatever the device it's sitting on, so you would put an. It looks like a disc. You put the Naki on a table, and if you connect it to your TV, you knock the table. Like knock is a knuckle, knock it, and it will turn it on. Turn it off. You can uh, set it for two knocks, ups the volumes, three knocks, turns down the volume. It's literally a knuckle knocking capable. But here's the thing. If you bought multiple versions of Naki and you have them on your wall, on your lights, in your TV... The problem is it goes by sound and vibration. So it may start turning lights on and off and televisions everywhere simply by just... Or someone at the door... Somebody knocks the door and turns your TV off. The TV's going to turn on. In fact, I think it may be one of the worst devices (laughs) ever on the market. But I thought it was funny because it reminded me of the clapper. Listen, i got to tell you, we got about a minute left here. Uh, Last week you were talking about the smart pillow and and, and how it's going to do just about everything for you. Yeah. And and I know that somebody said, well, what about snoring? They covered that. Yeah. Well, here's the thing the smart pillow that's coming out to the market is going to come with so many features that if you've got a snoring problem this is going to take care of that and you won't have to sleep in the next room or on the couch this smart pillow now comes with a few features number one it's got a heated feature in it so it warms up to a certain degree so you're if you like your head nice and warm it will you know because you got the blanket on it doesn't cover your face you need a pillow to keep that warm number two is that it also will allow you to vibrate when you start to get that little vibrating of the snoring kicking into second gear. Instead of waking your partner and getting a restless sleep, the, 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 it, it's called Zeke, uh, by the way, the pillow, if you want to buy it, it's $200, will vibrate until you stop snoring. So if you're snoring loud, and you know sometimes you give them a nudge and they don't wake up, this will actually vibrate lightly. If you don't adjust and you keep snoring, it, it senses vibrations. It vibrates harder. And then eventually, if you're just a, a dead sleeper and you're snoring your guts out, it will vibrate like an 8.5 earthquake's about to hit. <laughs> basically shake you awake. It's got some pretty heavy features. What I liked about it is it's got a feature speakers inside the the pillow so you, you know if we like to sleep with noise or music yeah. again maybe your significant other doesn't and this allows a light music whatever music that is if you like headbanging music rap uh light music of mozart you can put your music choice in and it will naturally soothe you to sleep and has an alarm feature that will wake you up with the soothing sounds of your own music to now uh hear only in your in your head so you don't again disturb your significant other those are not voices in my head that's my pillow spike <laughs> uh we do this every friday tech talk with adam oldfield from fpm and fpm3 marketing brought to you by our good friends at hamilton limousine we'll see you next week thanks bill the bill kelly show weekdays from nine to noon on 900 chml